0: Hey, Caitlin. Hey, Abby. We're back. We are back in the city. Back in better.
1: What is that from? Back in a better. I have no clue what you're talking about. I can hear the whole song in my head, but I don't think I could... I couldn't accurately sing it right now. I don't recognize any of that, and it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, get, I'll get back to you on that one. So, it's been a crazy last couple of weeks. The month of November
0: has been... As I said, a canon event. Indeed. What
1: a life. What a day. What a life. What a week.
0: Yeah. Abby knows about some of the wildness of today specifically, but Mm -hmm. it has been quite the journey to getting back here on the couch. And together, we just had our little bit of a reunion after the longest we've gone without seeing each other and our very short-lived friendship. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That really is the longest we've gone, I think. Yeah, for sure. We walked downstairs. We got some caffeine. I needed it. We had a reset. And we got string cheese. We got string cheese, a classic. I will say that Sargento's string cheese does not compare to my Trader Joe's string cheese. No, it's pretty, pretty great. There's just something about it. I don't know. It's, it's just a little bit of a difference, but I can tell. Yeah. It's become such a strong part of my diet.
0: Well, it used to be a ritual of mine to come to your home and eat your string cheese. So I can't tell a difference. Trader Joe's is just superior. It's superior. But she's back in the city. You flew in on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. and I flew in Tuesday morning. Mm -hmm. Took the six a.m. flight from Alabama. Yep. And we're back.
1: Hopped hopped off the plane at LGA (laughs) with a dream and
0: definitely not a cardigan. It was definitely not freezing cold. (laughs)
1: Uh, yeah, the change in temperature and the time that we've been gone, insanity. I did not bring a coat con- to Kentucky.
0: So when you got back, you were just... Burr.
1: Yeah. Did you take a cab from the airport?
0: Yeah. I forced myself to do public transportation.
1: I had to take a cab.
0: Yeah. I normally do, but I said, you know what? I'm not in a rush. Mm-hmm. I
1: was like... I was in a rush, I will say. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. I was itching to get off that plane. Yeah.
0: I mean, I was ready to get off the plane, which I'll talk about later. Yeah, I some have things peop- to say as well. There were some people who were in too big of a rush trying to get off of our plane. And before the plane had even hit the ground, had decided it was time to get up. Um, but I'll talk about that more later. But I was just leisurely experiencing life. I was like, it's cold. But yeah, we went through Harlem on the bus. Mm-hmm. And then I took the 2-3 train back down to the upper west side and i don't think i realized like how foreign everything felt because i was Mm -hmm. gone for so long and i know you were gone for even longer yeah but it's like i got back to my neighborhood and things just didn't feel the same i was like it's cold i'd been used to driving a car for Mm -hmm. a few days um and having to get on the train was like a weird experience for me
1: yeah everything just feels different i um yeah, for me, it was kind of one of those, like, where am I moments. The second I j- jumped off the plane, <laughs> stepped off the plane, I um felt a little bit of confusion. Mm. I knew where I was going. My my body knew where I was going. My mind was not present.
0: Yeah. I guess it's like we're so used to, like, the, the most, like, the muscle memory yeah. of being in the city. So, like, when we're not here and we get back, it's like we have to actually, like, think. About mm-hmm. what we're doing
1: for a little bit. Yeah. And then
0: eventually, like, we just
1: get adjusted again. Right. Well, I'd love to hear about everything that happened to you in the past week.
0: Yeah, I feel like... I have, like, a little... Probably, like, a shorter catch-up, because you've been away for two weeks mm-hmm. since you recorded with your mom, which was a really awesome episode, if you haven't heard it yet. <laughs> um. But, no, last time we chatted last week, which... I think my mom did a pretty great job she was really excited Woo. to do the pod Pam. Oh, Pam we'll have her back eventually she's like this won't be my last I was like oh she's just speaking it into existence <laughs> watch my mom have a spin-off podcast <laughs> I could see it I, th- I could see that. being successful yeah um but mom and I had a pretty chill Thanksgiving to be honest like I think as we mentioned in our last episode we have kind of a non-traditional family structure and so I don't have siblings. It's just my mom and I. And we watched the Thanksgiving parade. We did not do the turkey throwdown because I knew we weren't going to. Mm -hmm. She was like, we're going to go to the gym. I'm like, we're not that family. We're not the turkey trotters, which I know you'll get into. Um, But I was like, "We're, we're just... Thanksgiving Parade and National Dog Show type of people. So, Oh, yeah. So we enjoyed staying in. We did dinner with my grandparents and one of our uh, basically family members, Carolyn, who helped raise me. And um, we also went and saw some family in Georgia on Friday. I had full plans of going to Auburn to the Iron Bowl, and for some reason, there was just nothing in me that wanted to go to Auburn, Alabama. And I mean, it would have been a cool game to be in the stadium for, but... Yeah, it would have. Honestly, watching it at home with just my mom on the couch, we turned off the volume for the last two minutes because it was stressing us out too much. And so we watched it all in silence, and
1: we just enjoyed the win together. But the last two minutes of that game, I was... I had gone upstairs to my room, I closed the door and I was having tummy time on the floor. Oh, wow. I was fully <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> Not tummy time. I kept covering my eyes, peeking, and I knew something happened when I could hear my dad screaming Scream. downstairs. Yeah. He ran upstairs, Abby, did you see that touchdown? <laughs> it was insane. It was insane, Isaiah Bond, Bond, well, it's Isaiah like, Bond. I guess
0: for me, like because I followed the tide my entire life, I've seen us win in the most craziest ways, but sometimes, t- most of the time, we always pull out the W, right? Mm-hmm, like, it's yeah. kind of, it's very rare that we don't have a miracle situation kind of pull through.
1: But you never know with the Iron Bowl, especially when you're in Jordan hair.
0: Yeah. Well, I was there last time when yeah. we went into, like, the four overtime. That was awful. I was there, too. And so I tell myself that it can't be worse than that situation of, like, not knowing back and forth like that. But... I think the cherry on top was not just the last touchdown or the the touchdown in the corner with to bond but when we randomly scored the touchdown in like one second yeah <laughs> that was insane and so it was it felt like payback for the the the, the 10 years ago it was a yeah, kick, six. kick six yeah so mm-hmm. it was a good time I thought my flight was on Monday morning it wasn't it wasn't and so I went to check in for my flight on Sunday and I said hey mom so uh, I'm going to be here for another day. And she's like, yeah, I think you told me that months ago when you booked the flight that you were leaving on Tuesday, but I just assumed you you'd eventually remember. figure it out. Um, funniest things from being at home, my grandmother just continued to ask me the most, not absurd questions, but just out of pocket in the most strange times. We are sitting there having Thanksgiving dinner, and she says, so I have a question for you. On that podcast a while back, you said something about a guy that you were into, but you never told him. You never told him that you liked him or like, who was that? Do I know who that is? And I was like, at the what? dinner table? <laughs> I won't Priscilla. go I won't go into my answer. But then also, what? I was... And I
1: didn't even remember what you're talking about right now.
0: I didn't remember what I was talking about. I was like, maybe I literally don't even know. And then the other offhanded comment, which... We were we were just sitting there talking about work and some of the challenges that I've been facing and she randomly switches gears and says, I've really been wondering, have you ever been in love? (laughs) (laughs) And I I was like, I, I don't know if I'm in the place to answer this question right now.
1: The way in which that was just not what you were talking about. In no, we were talking about work. And she's like, I want to switch gears. Have you ever been in love? That had been pressing on her mind. Yeah, she uh, had been thinking about that. She had that. been
0: thinking about it for so long, and I mean, I, I I gave the best answer I could, being caught off guard like that. But I was like, I don't, I don't know how you like answer that question to your grandparents, as they're listening yeah. to this right now. I know, probably <laughs> in their car. I'm speechless. Yeah, I didn't want to tell you, but the questions were beforehand because I I wanted to get your raw <laughs> reaction, but.
1: Oh my gosh, I don't think my grandmother has ever asked me anything about my love life ever. But we don't have that type of relationship. My mom's mom, she would be asking me. Yeah, for sure. Cuz she was asking me that in high school and I was like I'm not dating. You're like, <laughs> You're like I'm simply a child. I'm literally 15. Just a little child. I'm just, <laughs> just child, a child Abby. But, but yeah. my my dad's mom would never. Yeah.
0: Well, tell me about yours. I feel like you had a more exciting Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah. I mean, the week that you all did not hear from me, I did not do anything but work and sit on the couch with my dogs, which was lovely. That's my favorite pastime, sitting on the couch with my dogs at home, watching TV. I don't even remember what I watched. I was just, oh, I binged Selling Sunset. Ooh. Which one? the latest season but in the one that's in california yeah yeah. because there's like new spinoffs of it yeah not not selling the oc the one that's like the original okay because i used to watch that show all the time with my dad and my sister when it first came out but season seven just was just released and so i watched all of that in one sitting in one day i believe it it was really entertaining. I love the drama. At this point, it's gotten to be less of a real estate show and more of a real housewives-esque drama. Yeah, just housewives that happen to be sell realtors. Homes. Yeah. And I loved it. I was eating it up. It was really fun. Um, I spent a lot of time with my parents, which was nice. And then the week of Thanksgiving rolled around... And I, for the very first time in my life, turkey trotted. I've always said that it would be my nightmare to marry into a turkey trot family. And here she is. And I'm saying this really low because I don't want to speak it into existence. But I turkey trotted. She did. This year in honor, in support of the Miss New York organization. I had a feeling that you were going to do it. because Because no one else was doing it oh I like didn't like there really wasn't anyone signed up and I was like you know what there's a running path on the river I live on the river it really I wouldn't be going out of my way I can do it I have nothing going on on Wednesday work had been canceled um as like a treat to the NYU staff for working hard in This season, which was really nice. So I said, you know what? I've got nothing going on. Let me just let me just try. It. And I didn't realize that the temperature had dropped to uh, freezing. Mm. I wasn't prepared for that. I didn't bring anything home yeah. for that sort of temperature. And so I used to my mom's things, but I also but I still didn't take into account how cold it was going to be. And um, so I step outside and immediately I think to myself, oh, no oh what no I
0: myself up for?
1: but then I was thinking you know what once I get running my body's gonna regulate I'll be warm it'll yeah. be okay but you know when it's so cold outside and you're running and your chest just hurts mm-hmm. that's well I don't want to say that I really know what that feeling is cause- okay okay <laughs> but I'm, you know the I'm feeling, a runner but not
0: a runner but you know the feeling of your really <laughs>
1: chest hurting like when yeah. you're doing cardio and but it's just like extreme when it's super cold outside I also need to add in that my dad was following me on a Bratz razor scooter
0: on brand for your family
1: yes <laughs> what a silly father you have he volunteered to do this I didn't ask him to <laughs> and so he was just following behind the whole time heckling me And so I was giggling, but I was in pain. I was giggling, but I was in pain. And then I started to feel tears falling down my cheek. I was crying. Oh, I know. She sent me a photo. (laughs) I I said, how did the turkey truck go? And I just said a photo, photo of her crying. I was crying during the turkey
0: trot. And my, my mother and I had no sympathy. She's like, M- go run a marathon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it wasn't even. It was it, because it was so cold. It was so cold. That's what, I think if it was the temperature that I thought it was going to be when I arrived in Kentucky and what it had been the whole entire week leading up to that, I would have been just fine. Yeah. Because I ran it. But it, it just, it was so cold. See,
0: I think that one thing that
1: the race taught
0: me the race being the marathon, mm-hmm. is I think I always hated running by myself. Yeah. But when you're running in a group, it all goes by really fast. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if I ever did do a turkey trot, I would have to do it like as an official race type thing because it would go by super fast. Yeah. Even if it was cold. But I'm like doing it by yourself probably also made it yes. not as fun.
1: How long was it? It's 3.1 miles. So 5K? So yeah. K? Yeah, it's yeah. 5K so uh i ran up to the buffalo trace bourbon distillery and ran back and it was 3.3 miles hmm. and finish? yeah and even though i wasn't technically alone my dad wasn't running it and he was also pretty far behind me and he was just yelling absurd things at me the whole <laughs> time so it like wasn't you know no, yeah it wasn't like someone running it with me but anyways i turkey trotted and then my family always hosts Thanksgiving. So everyone came over to our house. We also watch the parade and do the dog show and all of that. But my mom's pretty busy throughout the day cooking. She cooks everything too. The only thing that is ever brought is the mashed potatoes because you can't screw that up. And if you screw up mashed potatoes, then I, yeah, I, li- I have nothing to say. But my mom is also definitely the best cook in the family. And so if ever anyone else tries to cook something, never what it needs to be. It's not gonna be up to par. Everyone is always disappointed. So that was that. And it was a day. Like it was, you know, it was the whole family. So that can be exhausting. And also people always have the questions to ask like, oh like so how's New York? Are yeah. you staying safe?
0: I got a lot of those on the Friday trip to Georgia. Yeah. But
1: at least the family we were we went
0: to visit, they lived in um Brooklyn. For oh, most nice. Of their lives, and then they moved to Georgia. So, so they get it. Yeah, most of them understood, and I told them my cross streets, and they knew exactly where it was. Oh, wow. And yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I used to work on a hundred and
1: third, and I was like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah, that is cool. Um, but you know, all the questions that you get from your southern family members got asked about my love life a lot, which. That's never a fun question. I don't ever want to talk about it. No, I'm like... <laughs> Unless I actually was in a relationship and was having a wonderful time, then I would probably want to talk about it.
0: Yeah, I'd be like, oh, oh Abby, my gosh, we, we saw a picture, some pictures on Instagram. Yeah, let me talk How's about it. How's it going, you know? So-and-so is wonderful. Yeah, it's, it's a weird <laughs> conversation. It's- I mean, I guess because, like, I haven't really, like, dated anyone, like long term and a really long time and so they have so many like so
1: yeah and family members still talk about like my past relationship too and it's it's like i haven't been in that relationship in two and a half years why why are we talking talking about (laughs) about it it? yeah Yeah. that's another crazy thing but anyway so thanksgiving happened my family did black friday this year we Mm -hmm. have never done that before and it was an enjoyable time everyone was pretty pleasant you know we we split off we did what we needed to do divide and conquer we divided and conquered one of my favorite things to do is taking a pit stop in pottery barn so in the middle of my shopping time i went and i sat in the pottery barn by myself i had my coffee in my hands kind of closed my eyes for a minute and just did a reset and that was much needed (laughs) it was beautiful and then uh yeah i flew back on sunday the reason why I was saying I was rushing was because my flight got delayed. Gotcha. Which was really unfortunate. My mom and I decided to leave the house that day at like 9 a.m. to drive to Louisville, which is like 45 minutes from where I live and where the airport is, to sit down and have like a good meal. And so we went to First Watch. Mm-hmm.
0: Have one in Alabama
1: yeah that's what I was thinking we went to first watch had a really good breakfast hearty breakfast spent some time together and then she drove me to the airport and she was like oh awesome we're making perfect time you'll be able to go right through security hopefully not have long before you like walk onto the plane great perfect I sit down I get a text from American saying that the flight the previous flight left Chicago an hour and a half late
0: Yeah, the same thing happened to me leaving the city. Because
1: there was snow in Chicago and other Uh. parts of the America. I don't know. (laughs) The America. (laughs) The America. Our country. Our country to... Uh, I had to do that. Thank you for your patriotism. (laughs) Yep. So anyways, I sat there for about two and a half hours until I got to actually board the plane. And then at that point, everyone was so agitated. No one wanted to be there. We were running out of overhead bin space. It was just a nightmare. The worst. And then a mother and son duo in front of me got in a fight over who was taking the window seat. Of all (laughs) things to fight over, I've never experienced a fight over the window seat.
0: I do understand it if you're flying into New York. Because people oh you want to look out the window. people want to see the city. Um, I think the person sitting next to me really wanted to see New York because <laughs> he was leaning over. Ooh. He was like, "I want to see the city." Um, it's just funny watching all the tourists be really thrilled. Which I mean, I took a little video of myself and posted on my story. But yeah. but I I'm just like, yeah, that's my that's my like
1: hometown. Not my hometown, but my hometown. Yeah, know? yeah. There definitely were not many New Yorkers mm-hmm. on the flight. And so that's definitely probably why why they were fighting over it. But it was just another level to things. Uh, But anyways, I made it back and I'm back to work. I was immediately back in the office on Monday, Mm -hmm. which honestly was probably good that I got thrown into that. Yeah. Instead of sitting at home and trying to work and stay focused.
0: Yeah. That was my case because I flew in on Tuesday morning and then I worked from here. But because I got up at 430 to make my 6 a.m. flight. Yeah. I was struggling. And then... Our friend Lainey, she had her birthday too at a. It was like a jazz performance. Let me make sure I get this man's name right. His name is Dennis Van Arson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dennis Van Arson. Mm-hmm. He he won like The Voice. Oh. In uh, another country, him. in his home country, it's really bad. I don't really know much about this man. Oh, but, he's not American.
1: Oh no, he's okay. he's not.
0: Um, I miss the Slayer. He's. I actually am not even gonna guess what he is, but he's definitely not from here. Um, but yeah, Lainey signed us all up for this a few months ago for her birthday. And you know, when your friends wanna do birthday plans, you just say, Yeah, mm-hmm. whatever it is, you just sign up and say, Let's do it. Yeah. And we all walked into a performance that we didn't know what to expect. It was really great music, but I was definitely very, very tired. I was like sure. all
1: day. Yeah, it's a really long day for you.
0: Yeah. But she she enjoyed it, and that's really all that matters. As long as the birthday girl is happy,
1: yeah, that's very true. Well, should we jump into our glamour and grit? Yes, I
0: did just want to make a quick mention sure. that the people on my plane, as I nodded to her earlier, mm. as we were trying to land, um, and two different people tried to get out of
1: their seat. No.
0: like this is like we were ascending about to hit the the runway and they were trying to get up and the flight attendants had to start screaming at them so Mm -mm. um i just wanted to make that nod flight etiquette
1: my pet peeve is when the plane has landed and everyone starts getting up and crowding the aisles sit down your time will come they're gonna hold you hostage on the plane you feel very strongly i feel very strong i've actually had like deep conversations with will about this this because is, he shares yeah. this pet peeve, it's it's
0: annoying because it's like you can't make the process go faster. No,
1: but and if anything, sometimes I feel like it just kind of holds things up too. Because then you're in other people's way, and people mm-hmm. can't get their luggage down because you're in the aisle.
0: Yeah. So anyways, just just, just be patient. Everyone's be cool. gonna get off. There's no difference between you getting getting up and getting off maybe thirty seconds earlier than you would if you would have just said and been patient. So. That's that's it for the catch up. Yeah, are we ready for the Uptown Roundup? Oh yes, (laughs) she (laughs) she she's out completely. I completely zone out. I I kid you not. I watched her just like fade away for five (laughs) seconds, and I was like, "Is she having a heart attack? Is she okay?"
1: Uptown Roundup. She's here. What's going on? It's me. Oh, hi. I'm the problem. problem. it's It's me. Um, and the reason why I sing that is because that song was all over my Spotify rap today. It was Taylor and Taylor alone. It was Taylor and Taylor alone. Have you seen that meme that says, who was your top artist on Spotify Wrapped this year and why was it Taylor Swift?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think I tweeted like maybe five years ago when I was in my, I might tweet phase. Mm -hmm. I said, if Taylor Swift isn't on your Spotify rap, then we can't be friends. Wow. Do you still feel this way not as strongly now moving to the city but i'm just like how is she not at least somewhere somewhere unless you're a guy and i i get that
1: well bringing up will again will used to be a certified taylor hater and he made it known but then we were texting this morning and he said he said not hits different august and something else being on my Spotify wrapped and they were pretty high up there too. Like he sent yeah. me a screenshot, like August was number nine. Ooh. Hits different was almost made into the top five. Wow. Yeah. He's converting.
0: She was, she just took every spot that ever existed. Yeah. Um, All too well was my number one song for the second time.
1: Cruel summer was for me. Cruel summer was number three for mm-hmm. me and Hits different was up there for me. Hits different. Hits different. <laughs> It's so it good, just it's different. It <laughs> different,
0: um, yeah, any and then we talked a little bit about our podcast
1: stuff too, oh my gosh, yeah, we were on some of our friends Spotify wrapped it's it's a big day. I didn't
0: I mean, I know you guys listen and that we would technically qualify right, but it was nice to get some texts from people. It's kind
1: of silly, yeah.
0: I'm like, people listen to us, yeah, we're people not just talking to to us to ramble each to each other
1: <laughs> well we are, but
0: yeah but it, it was cool. Um, I was like, why isn't our podcast on my top five?
1: It also wasn't on mine. But I think it's because we listen to it not on the platform. True. You know? Yeah, we listen to it before it releases. Yeah, I've I think I've only listened to it on the platform once or twice.
0: It's like the it's first hard because like you don't want to listen to ourselves. Like we don't want to say it. And I already know everything that's in there. Yeah, especially me because I'm like, cropping it and moving it all together and i'm like i don't want to hear us talk anymore
1: no at that point i need to hear nick vial in my ears which we did share our number one podcast was Was vial files vial
0: files which i guess is a good pivot to nick vial winning one of the three winners of special Special forces Forces. i'm sorry if that's a spoiler alert i cried in bed
1: watching it last night i had to catch up last night because i was a couple episodes behind and the episode where they had to write letters to their loved ones—so <gasps> sad. Like, I mean, it was beautiful. It was fantastic and so vulnerable. But it was like if they were gonna die. That was so sad. Yeah, but
0: it was but. a great season. Um, so proud of the ones that won. Um, I'm a fan. I'm kind not everyone. Like, I feel weird because I feel like JoJo could have definitely.
1: She could have made it through
0: yeah if you didn't know jojo seawall was on it and she made it to like the very end and like tapped out maybe with like three or four hours left to go yeah and like i mean she seemed pretty confident in the decisions and like the people running the experiment they totally understood but it's like at that point just finish
1: i think it would kill me that i didn't see it through
0: Yeah, and I'm sure it's haunting her a little bit now that it's, like, aired. Yeah, I'm sure. So, yeah. Kind of crazy. I
1: also love the friendship between Tyler Cameron and JoJo Siwa.
0: And Nick. They're all three of them are super tight.
1: Yeah, but you need to listen to that. I don't listen to JoJo Siwa's podcast, but I saw that Tyler was her guest one week. And that conversation was so fun to listen to. Like, they're genuinely really good friends. And it's so... They're dynamic. It's just really cool. Well, you know, I love a podcast. Yeah. So I'll add it to my list. Awesome friendship.
0: We also have another finale that's happening tonight, if you're listening on
1: Thursday. Golden Bachelor. The Golden Bachelor. I
0: can't wait. Who's Gary
1: going to pick? Who do you think he's going to pick?
0: I hope he doesn't pick Teresa. I'm
1: praying... to sweet baby Jesus he doesn't pick Teresa the thing is is like I think Nick was the one that said this they've given Teresa a horrible edit (laughs) yeah like she's not likable
0: not at all and Kathy made it so much worse with zip it
1: so much worse and I do I do think that I no matter what happens I do think Joan should be the next bachelorette I follow her on TikTok now and, and like she's just it's like even her socials are setting her up to be the next bachelor. Oh, yeah. She's, and she's so likable.
0: Beautiful. She's
1: beautiful. Her mature. family is so attractive. Yeah. And it's, yeah. We'll see. I watched a full five-minute hair to- tutorial from her from the her other day. Eye. She was just curling her hair. Nothing I had never seen before, but I couldn't stop watching.
0: I mean, I think our our guest is her. Do you think they're going to announce
1: it to n- tomorrow night at yeah. the after the rose? I think so. I'm praying. I haven't been staying up that late recently because I think my sleep is just off from being home, but I'm going to make my eyes stay open for that after the final rose. All right. Because I think it's going to be a longer episode tomorrow, too. It'll probably be two or three hours. Yeah. So we'll have to debrief on that after.
0: Yeah. Next week, we'll give you our thoughts on the winner.
1: And you had another show on yours that I'm excited about.
0: Yes. Our last little antidote. Squid Games. I'm obsessed with it. Squid Games the Challenge. I I it used to be a personality trait of mine. This is where we knew each other. It's the Squid Games? That I discovered Squid Games. I loved that show. So the day they released it, so it took probably like two or three weeks for it to make it on the top ten. Yeah, it did. I remembered like the day they released it, I was like, ah oh, yeah, I'll just watch this. So I'd watched the entire season. And then three weeks later, everyone watched it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, you guys are just seeing it. Because I really (laughs) loved the finale. I loved how it ended. I did, too. But then, like, there was this wave of, like, once everybody watched it and then there were all these critics and people who didn't really enjoy it. Mm And I was like, just, you don't really know. Like, you're letting outside forces and commentary make you think a certain way instead of just taking it in, in as it is.
1: Right. And I think, yeah, you need a fresh perspective on that. But I think also, if you're going to watch Squid Games The Challenge, you need to watch the show before. First. Yeah. Or it's
0: Definitely. not going to make any sense.
1: No. And it's really fun now watching The Challenge, knowing what those games mm-hmm. entail yeah. without the actual death, of course.
0: Well, I'm to help people who don't understand what this is, essentially it... It's what, 495? I think it's 465. 65 people. In the original show, it was like these people like all came together and like have these weird backgrounds and need money or like have a special situation that mm-hmm. they would be dire enough to do this game to get this huge cash prize. Yeah. And when they first got there, they didn't realize that if you didn't win, that you were going to die um so like an actual death an actual death like honestly the people who died first in red light green light probably had it the easiest because mm-hmm. they just were shot yeah and they didn't know it was coming they didn't know it was coming it was the people towards the end where like they fell to their death and things like that and i just i don't know it would have been worse for me
1: yeah absolutely i think so too but it's so cool seeing it with real people
0: yeah the little fake squid like ink
1: exploding uh-huh. yeah So they have to act like they're dying. Which I also think is really silly. It is. And some of them really play into it. Oh, yeah. Some of them have, like, kind of a dramatic, like, uh... Yeah. Like, a slow motion fall.
0: And then some of them are just like, okay, whatever. So I think almost all the episodes are out now.
1: Yeah, a new one just came out, I guess, when you're listening to this yesterday on Wednesday. And... I'm excited to see how it ends.
0: They left us I on a little too. cliffhanger. Um, something, because, you know, I'm so big into reality TV, Twitter. Mm-hmm. I have to watch it and then go straight to Twitter and see what people are saying. Yeah. Um. So apparently the red light, green light uh, challenge actually took five hours. So they only ran the clock when they were moving. So there was maybe this, there was a girl who was like stuck in a squat for like 10 minutes.
1: Okay, well, this makes sense now when they were saying how horribly difficult that challenge was and everyone was celebrating for making it through. I understand because...
0: It was also 20 degrees. It was freezing cold.
1: Okay, see, not having that knowledge, you really would think like, okay, what's the big deal? Yeah. Why are they all so pressed?
0: So, like, all the challenges, like, the show portrays it a little bit different than how it actually
1: played out yeah interesting so we'll see i loved the battleship challenge
0: it was a shocker because everyone thought they were doing what tug of war? yeah and i the, like, loved <laughs>
1: that plot twist and then that team of big strong people just <laughs> took the l three which t- i kind of loved seeing three two three went home
0: also everyone has a so instead of having your name everyone has a number mm-hmm. um and three two three was the clemson football player that just sucked. no one liked um and so for him to lose in battleships of all games
1: that was the best thing ever
0: he had no control of his destiny i loved it he's been talking crap on social media about sure about the captain (laughs) let her live i know so girl i don't want to go down a rabbit hole because if you're not interested in this you're probably like what red light green light tug of war
1: battleships but you really should watch it it's a fun quick watch it's good yeah it's worth your time it is worth your time. Hey. Glamour and grit. Glamour and
0: grit. You got it.
1: Okay. So, my glamour is that I took the girl shower of the century on Sunday night after all of my travel and other things. Congratulations. And what I, I just need to go deeper into this because the reason why it was the girl shower of the century was because on Black Friday, I went to Bath and Body Works and in college, I was absolutely obsessed with the stress relief eucalyptus and spearmint line, but I just, I never purchased it for myself anymore. I haven't enjoyed those products since maybe junior year of college and also Bath and Body Works in the city is not like a convenient I don't even know stop. where is. There is one. Oh, but it's not convenient because I thought about going once and I looked it up and I said, I actually don't want to spend my time doing that. So on Black Friday, they were having this crazy deal and I got the whole entire line without the deal. It would have been like one hundred twenty dollars or something. And it was like thirty dollars. I think and so I got the body cream the body lotion both of the body washes one's a moisturizing one's just a regular one and I got the aromatherapy tablets so what you do like I said eucalyptus and spearmint you place it on the ground in the shower you let you turn the temperature all the way up close your bathroom door and let the steam just fill the entire place wow. and it melts this tablet and your shower is like just smells like eucalyptus and mint okay and it was incredible i must say family if you're listening
0: that might be a good christmas gift
1: yeah and those tablets <laughs> those tablets i think are like 12 dollars for the thing okay i'm really excited to to use another one I'm using them sparingly because I I want it. I want to continue to enjoy it. But yeah. Okay, cool. All good. All good things there. And then my grit is I'm unfortunately facing a very unfortunate situation. The only word I can use to describe it is unfortunate. Series of unfortunate events. A series of unfortunate events in my apartment. I'm not going to go too deep into it because my brain can no longer take it. But it was the reason why I was racing to get home on Sunday because I didn't know what I was going to be walking into because my roommate Alexa had been gone for a few days at that point as well. Actually, like almost a week at that point. And so no one had been in the apartment. And let me just say I walked in and things weren't pretty. Mm. It wasn't fun. But I've been dealing with that all week. And that's my grit. It's really brought me down.
0: Oh, I'm sorry it's okay I one day something i could do but there's, there's nothing, nothing you can I do. do but just <laughs> check in on you because when you left i was checking in on alexa pretty regularly
1: and i yeah. was like
0: how you doing pal and then both of y'all were gone and then when you got back i was like let me make sure this child's okay
1: the child wasn't okay
0: she wasn't but she survived
1: yeah but that's also why the girl shower that night was incredible for me it was needed it was needed yeah. but anyways what's your grit
0: my grid is just getting back to the pace of the city i think i had gotten so adjusted to driving everywhere and um silence and things just being a lot slower Mm -hmm. and people being a lot more patient and asking me how are you how's your day Mm -hmm. and i just was like wow even if it because i always have this i have this thing where i'm like i think new yorkers when they're like kind it's so genuine because like they don't have to be kind right where in the south it's like i don't really know if people are like being nice or they just feel like they have to be right and so but i'm like regardless if they want to be nice or not they're being nice and it's just like wonderful to be around people that are all being courteous where in the city it's just like no one cares and so my rude awakening of going to work for the first day in the office is like getting on the train experiencing delays having people pushing me and moving around and it was just a lot. And I was like, it's going to take me a few days to get adjusted. But once I I get back, back in the groove of things,
1: everything will be good. Yeah, it really does take a second to get adjusted to all that. Yeah, I was my body was not prepared for the Monday morning rush hour Q train.
0: It's a lot. And like the trains are going to be a little crazy over the next few weeks with the holidays and all the tourists and stuff. And Then it'll just be the freezing cold of winter after that. Yeah. So um, just making those adjustments has been the grit. The Glamour has been finishing a book. I've talked about it um, a few times over the last month or so. The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F. She Um,
1: finished
0: it. I did. I did finish it. um, Finished it on the train this morning too. I didn't know it was the end of the book. And I was like, oh, this is the acknowledgments. We have finished the book. Wow. So I feel like I really got a lot out of it. And I need to go back and read all my highlights mm. in it. And my next book is I'm moving over to Tyler Perry's book after my mom and I are watching his documentary.
1: Oh, that'll be really good. I find Tyler Perry very interesting.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be really good. Smart business I still Smart need to read your um, Viola Davis book. Oh,
1: my gosh. Ugh.
0: So maybe that'll be on the docket for Christmas. It's
1: so good. So le-
0: leave the book with me before you head out.
1: Okay. Yeah, I will. So I can read it. But I I'm will. also
0: like, I'm such a digital reader that, mm. I mean, I could read it on paper, but like I read the most on the train.
1: So it is easier to be digital.
0: Yeah. Whenever I'm somewhere. That's
1: like, a fat book too. Yeah. You don't, and it, it's, I, it's the hard coverage. So you don't want to be carrying it everywhere, but I'm definitely going li- to leave it with you if you want to read it at home.
0: Yeah, I might get the digital version and then have the paper version for reading here. Mm-hmm. Feels like a waste of money, but I know myself. I won't read unless I have it on digital too. But yeah, that's it. And then Amazon Storefront. Yeah. What you got, girl?
1: I have gloves with touchscreen capability. That was oh. one of my favorite purchases last winter. Because when you're walking down the street, it gets so cold. The wind is whipping. You need some gloves on your hands. Whipping. Whipping whipping you really need some gloves on your hands because it it gets frigid Mm -hmm. and it's not comfortable but then sometimes you need to take a look at your phone someone texts you you need to answer a call touchscreen capability or apple watch touch touch on that apple watch if you need to answer a call whatever whatever touchscreen you're using These gloves work perfectly with it. And I like these a lot too, because they're kind of nicer looking gloves. They look like a nice suede glove. So if you're going to work or just wearing a nicer outfit and you wanna look a little bit more put together, it's also very nice and they keep your hands very warm and they're very affordable. They're like $12. It's
0: a nice feature. Yeah. Important. Mm -hmm. For me, um, I'm gonna recommend a hair growth oil. Wonderful. Um, They also have eyelash um, growing serum as well. Mm. I've used this product for years and when I'm not using it I can tell and so it it just helps rapidly grow any type of hair. Um, If you go to their Instagram they have befores and afters of people from all different ethnicities and how it's been really effective and so if you're looking to grow your hair or your eyelashes I'm like your eyelashes are already as long as I think they can get uh, As <laughs> <'cause> I'm, <looking, laughs> I'm looking at them so closely right now. Uh, but if you're looking for a hair growth solution, it's relatively cheap. It's like $14.
1: Oh, that's awesome.
0: And um, you can go to their website and read the story of the founder. I followed them for years and it is really great to see um, how someone is really like a self-starter, an entrepreneur, and now it's built this huge business. So Fantastic.
1: I love that. Okay. I guess Thanks for it's, sharing. It's time to get into
0: the meat of the episode. Oh
1: yeah, baby!
0: I have no idea what you're gonna ask me.
1: Get ready. <laughs> <I can't. laughs> Here we go. Okay, so for this segment, Caitlin and I are about to ask each other questions that neither of us have prepared for. No one knows what the other is going to ask, and that's the fun of it.
0: And I don't really know what the tone will be i have a i have a feeling the tone will match our personalities obviously <laughs> i i i like to ask very serious insightful questions and i've been prepared that hers are more silly
1: mine are definitely silly i have a couple of more serious questions but still leaning on the f- fun haha side okay i love a haha i have some hahas Okay, I'm excited. And also serious ones. Well, this first one is gonna be a pretty simple one. Okay. What is one item you always have in your fridge? Oh. Um like never go without.
0: I always have my Trader Joe's oat milk creamer.
1: Oh, that's a good one. Is it the brown sugar one?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's so cheap and it's always there. And you've also made me always have ravioli. Mm-hmm. Because now that I realize how cheap it also is, it's like I can get a good thing of ravioli for like 3 or
1: $4. It's a great meal, especially like a good last minute meal.
0: Yeah. And I wish I had ravioli to eat tonight. I'm so sorry. So you've inspired me.
1: You've got to get some ravioli when you go to the store this week.
0: Yes. So that's always in my fridge. Creamer and...
1: Ravioli, it's fantastic. Now, I just was. No, really... I kind of want to know what's in your fridge. <laughs> well, you know that string cheese is always in my fridge. That is true. It's the Trader Joe's light string cheese, and I, I don't get the light for any specific reason. It's just that the very first time I purchased string cheese from Trader Joe's, all they had was the light version, and so that's all I know. Um, and I don't want to stray. Yeah. And it's delicious to me, so
0: maybe i should pick up some string cheese this week too
1: you should it's also very affordable it's a great snack Ooh, I also calcium have,
0: i always have applesauce too you always have
1: applesauce because i throw them from my
0: purse and i eat them all the time and people look at me like i'm strange in public
1: like an adult baby <laughs> slurping from your applesauce pouch it's good it is really snack. good it's a good snack and then i also always have jumbo blueberries and yeah. there's a specific brand from whole foods that i get and I couldn't tell you what the brand is, but I could tell you what the package looks like. Mm-hmm. That's how I know which ones are, are the ones that I like. But they're so consistent. They're good every single time. So hats off to the farmer. <laughs> Thank you, farmer, for your service. <laughs> Thank you, sir, for your local jumbo blueberries. I don't know what you did to make them jumbo, but I like them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what a what a silly, silly thought.
1: <laughs> Anyways, I just, Farmers re- I really wanted... I really wanted to know that for some reason. When I was sitting in the shower last night and I was thinking about what I was going to ask you, that was the very first thing that came to my mind. See,
0: I think mine are more serious because I wrote yours on the airplane Oh, at you had, like 6 a.m. I wrote all of yours on the treadmill this morning. I was like, oh, let me, let me think about this while I'm like seated. I can't get on Wi-Fi. Like, what would I ask Abby? And because I was in a very quiet serious environment i feel like that's how Some i got these questions
1: most philosophical moments come from airplane travel that is true had a lot of thoughts yeah
0: okay yeah. i guess i will start with your most lighthearted question okay um it's really not that silly i think it'll be interesting to get your response so you're huge in skincare and beauty yeah products If you had to pick just one product, just one, that you think every single
1: person should have, what would it be? Snail mucin. Okay. Without a doubt. Because now I know so many people with so many different skin types that have used it Mm -hmm. and love it. I mean, it's hands down for me. And it's so affordable. And even my mom, she was really apprehensive but one night she was in the bathroom and decided to use all of my skincare. Didn't tell me she was doing it, but oh. she just saw it all <laughs> on the counter and she said, "This I'm looks like fun." And so she used my snail mucin. And interestingly enough, she had just done her makeup to go out for the night, and she was feeling like her skin was a little bit dry, so she pat some of the snail mucin on her fingers and like blended it into her foundation. And I saw her skin. I said, wow, your skin looks so beautiful and supple tonight. And she said, <laughs> what a vocabulary word. <laughs> <laughs> she said, do you want to know what I did? And I said, yes. And she said, I used your snail mucin. Ooh. And I said, mom, that's not how you're supposed to use it. But I'm glad you like uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> but I, yeah, I have so many people that I know now using it that love it. All different skin types. Everyone has eating it up. And I've been using it for months now. I think almost a year at this point. And it's just one of those things that I absolutely cannot live without. So I'd have to say snail mucin. Love it. Good, good moisture barrier locker inner. Yeah. Locker inner. Love it. I love making up words. You you do. I love <laughs> making up words. Speaking yeah. of, what's your favorite word? Oh, my God. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, my God. This isn't on my list. I just really don't want to know. I don't I don't know
0: oh my gosh okay this is it this is such a serious answer but I feel like my friends and family would know that I always use the word empathy and equity like if I have a pageant question oh absolutely if I have a pageant question everyone knows somehow I'm gonna bring in we have to have empathy for each other to create an equitable society. Yeah. my mom just shakes her head like this girl only has two words, and it will always be empathy it will or equity.
1: Always be empathy or, or, or infrastructure.
0: Or yes, yes. <laughs> it's such a it's such a wide word.
1: Um, Mine is socioeconomic. I always uh, <laughs> put that in there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the words we use to make ourselves sound like we know what we're talking about. I'm like, I'm like we have to improve our quality of life, and that starts with infrastructure <laughs> um to make an equitable more empathetic society That's and they're so like no oh. wow. i do i will say that um i was watching the taylor swift um folklore disney like movie thing she did oh, yes and she said duplicatus. And I've been trying to use that word as much as possible so I don't forget it and I can get it in my vocabulary because that's the weird thing about being an adult. Like we don't learn new words. So you have to like practice to get it in your vocabulary regularly.
1: I definitely pick up on the vocabulary of the people around me for sure, especially my coworkers, because I'm so much younger Mm -hmm. than all of them yeah (laughs) and so i've actually picked up a lot of new vocabulary in the past year and a half that i did not have before like copacetic i say copacetic a lot (laughs) a lot now and i love it i like the way that it the way it feels coming out of my mouth
0: i like when people say she's a tastemaker
1: Ooh, i'm like tastemaker tastemaker that one's uh, interesting.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Words are, are silly. I I feel like the more I read and the more I watch the news, obviously my vocabulary broadens. But yeah. every time I say a word that's just like really big, um, either my mom or one time, like my granddad always calls it out. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's a vocabulary word. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, thank you. Thank you.
1: Thank you. But yeah, that's my word. Oh, I like that a lot. Moral. Thank you for sharing. That was actually just random the off fly. the cuff yeah question so my
0: question for you is you've said a lot over the last few months that you feel like 2024 is gonna be a big year mm-hmm. you're like ramping up you feel it coming. yeah if you could like have it exactly the way you wanted like roll the dice and it mm. lands exactly the way you want it to how would you envision 2024 going
1: well I think first of all I've never been a person to decide on a word that I want to define my year, but I've decided that I am going to do that this year and I've decided on the word content Mm. and I want to feel contentness in everything that I do and I think my driving force behind that is a lot of times... I've put things on my plate that I didn't necessarily want to do, but felt like I had to do either for other people or it's because that's what they were expecting me to do. And it left a really uncomfortable feeling in my gut. And so in everything that I do, I just want to make sure that I feel content. And I feel like it's really hard to say how I want the year to lay out. However, and I think I've kind of touched on this a little bit, what I want more than anything is things that I've been working on to come to fruition. For example, I haven't really shared this yet, but it's, I haven't even shared this with you because this is a new thing as of the last couple of weeks, but a a program that I've designed is being initiated in a public school in the Bronx. And I'm so pumped about it. And that's so cool to see things that I've been working on that have kind of escalated and finally reach the point that I've always dreamt of since I was 15 years old, come to fruition and actually make an impact on kids. And seeing that with my eyes and having my hands on it and getting to know the students that I'm working with and knowing the administrators and knowing the faculty and staff that are gonna be implementing this program and designing a curriculum, which is really crazy because I never thought that I would ever have the capability to do so. It's little things like that, that I really am hoping to see come to its true form in 2024. And obviously I, I know the steps are already taking place, but yeah, so that's really that. exciting.
0: No, I I definitely feel like I've watched you start to be so much, not that you weren't intentional beforehand Yeah, and slash I've only known you for not even a year really. Yeah, <laughs> But in the last few months I've seen you like really focus on the things that you're passionate about. And I know with the kids, especially mm-hmm. like you love getting to spend time with them and pour into those programs. So I'm like, whatever curriculum you got, those kids are going to be blown away. I'm excited. Maybe I should take the curriculum. I'll Do I know everything already in the curriculum? That's a stupid question to ask. Um, What type of curriculum is it? Tell the people. Or maybe you can't say too much. But yeah.
1: <laughs> I'll, I'll explain more. Honestly, I'll have more to say in January, but... The whole point of it is to bring kids together in community through reading and make it something that they genuinely really love and are excited about because it really is so hard to get kids excited about things that they don't know how to do or things that just seem intimidating. Yeah. And something that's really awesome about this school is that they just completed a program where they collected a ton of books that they got to send home with the kids. And so that first step is already completed. And so these kids that I'm gonna be working with of all ages have books at their fingertips in their homes, which a lot of people I think don't realize is actually something that's pretty rare. Mm -hmm. And so we're gonna be utilizing these materials that they've been given through outside work. And then they're going to complete a project and bring it into the classroom. And uh, what's gonna be so cool about it is that as the project is being completed, it's gonna be filmed. And then at the end of the year, a video is gonna be put together and then the kids are gonna watch their progress and the whole school is gonna get to see their progress. It's really
0: exciting. That's so good. I like always struggled with reading growing up and so it's now as an adult, I enjoy reading a lot but it was always so intimidating and so scary and it was the people who made it fun and Mm -hmm. were patient with me that I guess gave me the encouragement to keep going and so. I know your work is going to be amazing. Yay. Help the children.
1: Help the children, y'all. Read to
0: succeed. (laughs) Read
1: to succeed. Anyways, yeah, I'm really excited about that. Okay, what you got for me? Where do I want to go next? I'm not, I'm doing these out of order. Yeah, I I was too. If you could meet anyone in the world, dead or alive, who would it be? Oh, this feels like a magic question. But this is such a fun question to me.
0: I would say I would like to meet Harper Lee Oh, because I have such mixed feelings, as you know, about To Kill a Mockingbird. And it's not that I don't like the book. It's just if you've read Go Set a Watchman, the other book, which is actually like the prequel to... to kill a mockingbird then you have a different idea of Atticus in the whole entire story and also Harper Lee was a coyote at Alabama too mm-hmm. so she's a sorority sister yeah um, so I would just love to actually just hear from her exactly how the two books went down and hear it from the source
1: that would be very cool Caitlin and I had a very serious conversation <laughs> about this at the Outback Steakhouse <laughs> In where were we
0: we weren't in Peekskill
1: we weren't in Peekskill Oh, I can't remember. We were somewhere near the Hudson Valley. Yes. Uh, We weren't in the city. Let me just say that. We were exhausted. It was Miss New York Workshop weekend and two of our friends were sitting across the table from us and we were just completely faced towards each other having a very serious conversation about <laughs> I was this. was like,
0: have you read Ghost at a Watchmen?
1: Over a Bloomin' Onion. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and cheese fries. And cheese fries. <laughs> so I, I just have so many thoughts around To Kill a Mockingbird and it's it's enough to do a whole podcast episode around. So if if you want to understand it more, search it on your own. Mm-hmm. But if you have commentary or thought please DM me, I will FaceTime you and we can discuss. Don't be afraid to reach out. No, don't be afraid. Okay, another serious-ish question. What what have you changed your mind about since you've left Kentucky? And then what have you changed your mind about since you've left Alabama?
1: So I almost kind of want to say I have the same answer for both. I have changed my mind about what I'm capable of, because I think in both circumstances, I had very clear ideas about who I wanted to be and what I was going to do and why I was going there and what my path was going to look like. And in both circumstances, it was very different, especially since moving to New York. I had this idea that I was going to be auditioning nonstop and I was going to be musical theater girly who just had this job to pay the bills. And uh, besides that, that was not gonna be any, any little bit of my focus at all. I was gonna get my job done, of course, but I was going to be focused on auditioning and excelling on that path. And I not even quickly came to realize, over time came to realize that just because that's what I thought my path was going to be, doesn't mean that's what it has to be. And that was actually kind of a really tough pill to swallow, because it's one of those things that I had been wanting since I was eight, nine years old. And that doesn't mean that that's not ever going to happen. It just means that there are life changes that happen when you're a young adult. And I think they're for the better, honestly. Like I never in a million years thought that I was going to get a business degree from nyu yeah that's actually mind-blowing to me and while i was on my course registration webinar earlier Mm -hmm. all i could think to myself was if 18 year old abby knew that she was getting a business degree at nyu she would lose her mind Mm -hmm. one that's so freaking cool and i need to give myself credit because i think i really don't give myself credit you don't often (laughs) enough for the things that i do i'm just like yeah i'm doing this whatever but I'm it is. Cool. We're casual.
0: But yeah. We're like, wow, oh, it's just a thing I do.
1: Exactly. But it is really cool. Uh, especially I didn't I didn't study anything that had anything to do with business in college whatsoever at all. And so it's just an accomplishment to be there yeah. at this point. Uh, but yeah, I really changed my mind about what I was capable of and I realized that the boundaries I had set for myself were. Boxing me in and things change, and that's okay. I'm a lot more go with the flow than I used to be.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I would, I think that I would describe Abby even a year and a half ago before I moved here as very type A, and I'm very much not anymore.
0: I don't think you can live in the city long term and be type A.
1: You can't because there's things are not going to go your way. There's too
0: many variables that are out of your control every time I walk out of. The comfort of my home which even in your home I just like I never know what it's gonna be that day
1: no like, you never is know we're
0: gonna do something crazy is is roach gonna
1: pop up are you gonna <laughs> have an infestation, <laughs> gonna have
0: a roach infestation? You, um, you just never know and I think I feel really similar to um I was really blessed I think similar to you to be raised by people who were like the sky's the limit just go for it just do
1: it right yeah we are really lucky to have had those forces in our life
0: Pamela's like just yeah sure let's go let's roll um and I think as you get into like bigger pools like I remember feeling like in high school I was like big fish small pond Mm -hmm. then Alabama was like whoa this is big and then New York big pond and then I was like whoa New York City this is crazy big but I think we do need to give ourselves flowers a little bit more mm-hmm. to recognize like what we've accomplished at our age, like curriculum and why you you're. Perf- I mean, I remember like when you did your gap your cabaret, and I was like, oh my god, I'm going to see Abby perform in the city in New York City. I was like, I sound like a tourist. I'm like, oh my god, Abby's performing in the big city, right? But those things are like huge. So, yeah, like, if your teenage self knew that's what you were going to be doing, she would be geeking out.
1: Right. So. Yeah. I think and in a lot of ways, both of us are reinventing the wheel in different areas, which is also really cool because we could just be, you know, waking up every morning, going to our nine and five, nine, nine and five, (laughs) nine to five, coming home, watching TV, making dinner, rewind to sleep. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. But it's also really cool that
0: we we decided to do more. Mm -hmm. Also, just as a sidebar, Dolly Parton. Performing at, in the Dallas Cowboy cheerleader Oh outfit. my god! I heard nine to five and I couldn't help but take the opportunity it, it to was highlight it.
1: So good! I love Dolly. She was amazing. Yeah, she was amazing. Talk about reinventing the wheel.
0: Homie just keeps on coming out strong. <laughs> so every did. season of life.
1: Also share.
0: Oh yeah, during uh, the, the Macy's <laughs>
1: Thanksgiving Day Parade, the moment where the da- the male dancers kept the trying three, to take. Let's
0: <laughs> <off. laughs> read That was their only job. Was their to take only out, job?
1: Take off the jacket, but. That was silly. Okay. Okay. What iconic pop culture moment that happened during your lifetime do you remember most? Ooh. Or what's something that just really sticks out to you? And it can be literally anything.
0: I feel like this is less pop culture as a country. This feels more University of Alabama specific, and I think anyone will get a kick out of it. And it is Glory Pound.
1: Oh, <laughs> my
0: brain will never erased. I did erase.
1: not think that's where you were gonna go.
0: And I won't go too in depth because I don't. I don't want to make it explicit. Do I don't you remember
1: wanna... exactly where you were when you found out about that? I think because I, was, I do. I think I was like in my
0: apartment because Glory. So. For the people who don't know, because I know <laughs> I know the people who are Alabama graduates, so you probably just like your mouth just dropped because you remember where you were. You remember getting that text because I don't know if you got the video sent to your phone.
1: Oh, I did. Yes. By the guy I was talking to at the time. Oh,
0: no. No. <laughs> Yeah, so the Glory Pound, so there was this restaurant called Glory Bound, B-O-U-N-D. Delicious food. Great food. And they had moved to the Strip. They were like prior downtown. They moved closer to the university. It was a hot spot. So close to the stadium, close to all student life. And one night, there was a video that went viral. From
1: the surveillance cameras. From the
0: surveillance cameras across the street. Yes. Yes. Full glass windows. Mm -hmm. Um. (laughs) And there were two people that were... Doing uh, something
1: explicit.
0: Doing something explicit. Because I don't want to put the explicit on this episode. Um, And that went viral. And it was called Glory Pound. (laughs) You can fill in the blanks. And uh, there was... They have a viral sauce. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) So it was comeback sauce. (laughs) I forgot about that piece of the puzzle. And so I think everyone stopped eating Glory Bound for at least like a month or so. Yeah. Because no one could go into the establishment, without, the thinking establishment about it. without thinking about what their eyes had seen. And for the people who saw the video, you understand all of the intric- intricacies of the situation. But I am going to just leave it up to your imagination um, that that went viral. That
1: was a crazy semester. <laughs> I had no idea that's where you were going to take it, and I'm so glad you did.
0: That was the canon event of the University of Alabama. Absolutely. People were getting fired or resigning, mm-hmm. quote, left and right. Yep. Donald Trump came on campus.
1: Oh, my God! Secret Service
0: was all over campus. All for The over. LSU game. We lost to LSU when we were number one and two. College game day was there. The law school got its name taken off. It mm-hmm. was just like every Crazier. single week was wild. But the highlight in something that I don't, I could be 80, 90 years old on my deathbed and I will never
1: forget Glory Pound. Never. In a million years. It's etched in my brain. Etched. <laughs> so clearly. Wow. Thank you for answering that. So honestly. <laughs> it's a candid answer. Very.
0: No, I was like, well, I have to ask you a question now. My brain's just <laughs> thinking about comeback sauce. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So oh, sorry to my family that's like. Yeah,
1: apologies.
0: Like, what is she talking about?
1: Mm. We don't need to talk about it.
0: <laughs> what a swap. Um, <laughs> what a what a different direction we're going to go here. What is your dream role for a musical? So this is multiple parts. So once you answer it, I have a follow-up.
1: Okay. So MCAT spread a rumor that my dream role was Alexander Hamilton, and people believed it that my dream role was Alexander Hamilton. So much to the point where our friend Julia Stewart, hey girl, I know you're listening. Yes. I don't even know if she remembers this, but she came up to me. I was on her floor in the house. It was when we both lived there. And she said something about like how- The house being
0: alpha gamma. Yes.
1: (laughs) She said something about how great she thought it was that that was my dream role. And I was like, what are you talking about? (laughs) It's like a rumor was spread. But anyways, I think- I mean, I have so many roles that I would really love to play, but one of them. Gosh, I want to be in Jersey Boys in some way, shape or form, because that actually is my favorite musical of Mm -hmm. all time. I also would really love to be Reno Sweeney in Anything Goes. Um, I would love to tap and sing at the same time on stage. And also, she's just such a fabulous, strong, leading lady. Of course, who wouldn't want to be Alphaba or Glinda and Wicked? I would take either. I'm on the I'm on the cusp of hype for both of them.
0: Yeah. So, you know, I I don't know if that'd be my dream role. I just want to be
1: Satine. Oh, well Satine, I would love to be Satine. And Moulin Rouge. For, for sure. Time.
0: I want to be the sparkling diamond and come from the sky. I want to wear her costumes. Yeah.
1: I also, that's a non-dancing role. And honestly, if I can get away with a non-dancing role, that's great. I she can dance. Dance. Well, I, now that I'm thinking yeah. about it. I can dance. I just prefer to sing, hmm. but yeah. I love, I do really enjoy tapping. Okay, So that's a different thing. I've never but. seen you tap. So you really ha- you've never seen me tap. I don't, I don't think you've ever seen me dance.
0: No, but one day I will. I believe it. One day, it. I believe it.
1: Yeah. Hey. Okay. Oh yeah. I forgot. I <laughs> part two to the question. Part two.
0: Now this is this is out there, and and I want to say that I support your dreams. I want to start by saying I support your dreams. Okay. <laughs> the second part to this question was: Do you truly believe your dreams will come true of being on Broadway? Yes. And, and if so, what keeps you going?
1: Yes, I do. And what keeps me going is that I'm not going to say dreams don't have an age limit because some dreams that are like a crazy extreme that may, you know, be like involve physicality, whatever. I'm not going to get into intricacies, but that dream, there's no age limit on that. I could be 55 years old and make my Broadway debut. And I'll be there. Yeah. So I I do think that that is going to come true. I just think it's all in due time. And there are so many things that I have going on in my life right now and other things take priority. And that's okay. I'm okay with it.
0: I like it. But yeah. Again, I support your dreams at all times. Thanks so much. I support yours as well. (laughs) Thank
1: you. Okay, this one is so unserious. But I've got to know. Do you remember where you were when Michael Jackson died? Absolutely not. You don't? No. I can't believe you don't remember. No, I don't. I remember so distinctly. I feel like every time I've asked someone that question, they remember. I'm sorry. It just wasn't a part of your
0: It wasn't a moment in time for me. Yeah. Wow. I'm trying, to, I mean, was there another event that maybe you wanted to know? I mean, I don't even I mean, I remember where I was for Glory Pound, but I don't
1: remember. <laughs> you don't remember <laughs> right Michael when Jackson. Michael Jackson
0: died. That's a sh- I mean, we were young though, right? That was like, what, 2008?
1: Yeah, but I also think maybe the reason why I remember is because I was in the kitchen and the TV was on, and like CNN was on in the background and my mom was cleaning and they said, breaking news, Michael Jackson has passed. Oh my God. And I was like, mom, mom, mom. And I like ran, like ran to her to tell her this news as if it was so huge and impactful in my life. I was, I don't know how old seven or eight yeah We've been about, we're only like five months apart yeah and i remember she dropped the broom and oh. goes what
0: Nah, i nah. don't i don't remember i mean when did whitney houston die
1: we were much younger right i remember that too oh my god <laughs> listen do you remember
0: not 11
1: my brain wasn't developed was like, enough you to remember to,
0: that. i mean we we're the same age
1: yeah <laughs> don't know where i was
0: but you, you remember these deaths. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm sorry. I don't. I wish I had a better memory.
1: Wow. That's okay. I just really wanted to know if you remembered.
0: I remember where I was for my fourth birthday, but I don't remember. Okay.
1: Yeah. Was. Well, one of my questions, actually, I'm just going to actually tag onto that was what is one of your earliest memories? So, say Probably your fourth, my birthday. fourth
0: birthday. I keep feeling like I remember being not born, but I remember being put in this like drawer. It was like a <laughs>
1: that would be raising an eyebrow.
0: No, 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 no. The the drawer wasn't closed. It was like a this is at the hospital. It was okay. like a
1: Oh, so you were fresh
0: out. Yes. I don't know why I have this. It's like the only memory I have before being four. And I don't know if it's like maybe a reoccurring dream or something that I think is what happened, but I feel like I remember being in this like specific container for babies. Mm-hmm. And then I remember being four and having a, my birthday at my grandparents' house. And I remember being six for my birthday when we went to Disney on a Disney cruise. But that is really all I remember from the early years, which is such a shame. And it makes me rethink about how I want to raise my kids uh-huh. if I have them. remember that yeah Um, because I'm like you do all this for your kids before they're like five or six and they're not even going to remember any of it isn't that crazy
1: it is crazy I will say my mom was really good about taking pictures and documenting things Mm -hmm. and so it has been really fun to look back at pictures yeah and such like she sent a picture today of myself at gymnastics when I was really little I clearly didn't stick with that but I was walking on the balance beam And I was wearing a floral leotard with black tights and my hair wasn't, my hair was really curly when I was little. So I had Mm -hmm. a curly ponytail with a bow and my tongue was sticking out of my mouth like because (laughs) I was focusing so hard. And my dad is on the other side of me holding my hand. That's beautiful. And I, and I remember little things like that, but I think it's because I've seen the pictures growing up. So you remember it from the the photo. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's, that's sweet. Mm Mm-hmm i just can't remember anything
1: no i do oh i have to i don't think i've ever told you this so i actually started dancing when i was three we're mm-hmm. dancing at three or four but where'd for, you perform for like three weeks no just wait oh <laughs> for like three weeks be, and i wanted to quit and i wish my mom always says too she wishes she hadn't let me quit I wanted to quit because there was a little girl next to me picking her nose, and I thought it was just so atrocious and so disgusting that I had to quit. I couldn't go back and see her again.
0: <laughs> see, I thought you were going to say one of your like normal stories of, when I was dancing at three, I danced in the Macy's Day Parade, because you have really great stories of, I don't know, I randomly sang at the US Open. <laughs> have I
1: told you all the time I sang Wings by Little Mix at Walt Disney World? No. <laughs>
0: Again, this is when I'm like, I just never know where this girl has performed. I'm like, where did you dance this time? <laughs>
1: no, I actually I quit because and the fact that that was the reason why I quit and I was so little says a lot about me as a human. It does.
0: It adds up to where you are now. Yeah. I'm like, should I just pick my nose and you'll never come back to this couch?
1: I would literally be so upset. <laughs> I would be so upset.
0: I believe it. Um, I have one more question which is more serious so I don't know if you have more fun questions you wanted to get through no
1: I'll do a I guess more on the serious side for you for my last question
0: okay so when it's all said and done what do you want people to remember about you or your legacy wow we went from picking noses to legacy
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think that Some people may think this is cliche, but it's something that really comes to my mind, mostly because recently I've spent a lot of time with kids. Uh, Like I read at a couple of schools when I was home and got to hang out with a lot of kids and just sit on the floor and be a kid with them. And um, that really reminded me of how important it is that when I leave people I want them to feel good or when I'm with people I want them to feel good because it's really crazy how you could just spend five minutes of individualized moments with a kid and it changes their whole day their whole week their whole year you never know how you're going to impact someone and there was one little boy specifically that I talked to a couple weeks ago um to set the scene for everyone, all the kids stood in a line because they wanted to try on my crown and sash. And so it was, it took a long time to get through the line. And we got to the very last little boy. And I was talking to him and he said, I don't really want to try on the crown and sash. I said, Well, that's okay. And he said, Well, will you come here with me? And so I said, Sure. And I sat on the floor with him and he said, I just wanted to talk. It's like, <laughs> Oh my God. It's like, okay. And so we talked for probably like five minutes, which probably felt like an eternity to him. But you could just tell how much that meant to him, that someone was taking time to just sit and talk to him. These are first graders, too. Mm -hmm. And I think that we don't give enough credit to kids um, in terms of they have real feelings and emotions, too. We just don't give kids credit. And I think they have a lot more emotional maturity than we think they do as well. Because the topics that he wanted to talk about were like family and what makes you happy and things like that. And I'd never been asked questions like that from a kid before. yeah And I asked him the same questions and his answers were very profound for a child. But anyways, little moments like that really make me realize how important it is that when you leave a room or whenever you're having an interaction with someone, you want to make sure that they feel seen and heard and leave that situation feeling better than they did before so i think i want my legacy to be that i made people feel good from my presence and radiated kindness and such and such i love it
0: Mm -hmm. um i think that pageants really make us learn that skill of how to make people feel like the most important person in the room Mm -hmm. because i would say that that's something that I also share with you. That if there's anything I want people to feel is that when we're together, if I'm if it's a whole room of people, I'm giving you my full attention. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm giving you good eye contact. I'm making you feel like I'm not distracted by my phone or trying to get to the next person, but that I'm I'm making you my priority at that time. Definitely. And I think I've seen so many times at pageant appearances, whether it was with little kids or older people, that sometimes just being the one person that gives them that attention, especially there's been like, I remember one time I talked to this mother and she was just so like, wow, like, like you have no idea what it meant to me for you just to give me five minutes of your time Mm -hmm. she's like I have kids that are always mom this mom that husband can you do this can you do that she's like and you asked me questions about myself and that was exactly what I needed to get through the rest of the week and I don't know it's like probably a big reason why I continue to compete in pageants Mm is it feels like you're giving in like a something that's bigger than yourself and I think a lot of people would challenge the relevance of us doing appearances and reading to kids and like you're a grown adult. Why do you wear a crown and go to a school and read the cat and the hat? Or right. for me struggle to get through basic children's books because I can't read some days. Um, but it's it's those moments when you realize that the work we do is so special and critical for especially the little ones.
1: Yeah. And I think also people say it's not about the crown and sash. And I think that sometimes I do agree with that. Sometimes it can be hard to remember that in times because it very much does give you attention and Mm -hmm. make you the focus. And, you know, when you have a platform that you're trying to get out into the world, sometimes that's important. But little moments like what I just shared really... Drive home that you don't need a crown and sash to impact someone because no. that little boy genuinely did not care at all. But you have that you, he just wanted me to take off the crown and sash and sit on the floor with him and talk, mm-hmm. which I think is really cool. So, anyways, off my soapbox. But
0: no, oh, everyone, go be kind. Yeah, definitely go, go read. If if you're looking, my thing too is like, I think a lot of times people want to do good in their community or mm-hmm. want to volunteer or give back, and you just don't really know how. Yeah. If if you're someone that wants to make a difference and you just need some resources, call one of us. Yeah, DM definitely. one of us. I'm like I'm all on the food poverty, like food insecurity, poverty, mm-hmm. homelessness world and Abby probably has a zillion opportunities for you to read or help tutor kids. Mm-hmm. So
1: And let me tell you, you may think it is the smallest thing ever to visit a classroom or hang out with kids and read, but it makes a world of difference in a kid's school day because Teachers are the backbone of our society, but kids get so tired of their, (laughs) the same person reading to them Mm -hmm. or teaching them over and over and over again. And it's just so exciting for them to have a new face. Yeah. So do it. Yeah. Hit me up. Cool. Okay. My last question for you, you can take this in any direction you want, but as we are rounding out the end of 2023, what is your favorite memory of 2023?
0: I think my favorite memory uh, I've been so indecisive this has been an interesting year it's like it hasn't I don't know I want to start by saying I feel like obviously I'm so blessed and even years that don't really go the way that I expect it's still a blessing or a blessing in disguise because I have no idea why the things that happen happen and years down the road I'll be like oh my god that happened and this is how we got here I think a very distinct moment at least with us that I really loved was when we went to the beach
1: oh that was a great day
0: it was a, a pretty perfect day mm-hmm. and I think like there have been some really cool days like our launch um, I've had some big work wins going to the draft was really cool Competing in Miss New York was really wonderful. But at the end of the day, like, I'm such a girl who likes to just be outside, be in the sun. And that day, when we took the ferry out there to Rockaway Beach and packed our food and talked, and we talked about the podcast and how excited we were, and we got back and were able to go to bed by 9 p.m., it
1: mm-hmm.
0: was the best day.
1: Yeah, I will never forget that day and i maybe permanently have a mark on my body from that day <laughs> is your tan still there i was looking at it this morning in the mirror oh my gosh i have a tan so line bad, on my guys. i have a tan line on my back from my, oh my swimsuit gosh. that is still there and this was july yes it's been almost 6 months now my mom saw it last week and she said what is that and i said this is a tan from july yeah and she said maybe you need to let me like scrub that i was like it's (laughs) it's it's fine and she was like maybe you just need to get those layers of skin off and i said girl i've been trying she's
0: been she's been trying to exfoliate (laughs) i don't know but like i really i mean the only other like really really great day is when we accidentally ended up in cold spring harbor instead of cold springs
1: yeah that actually did turn out we were with trinity
0: and even though i almost passed out in the fire station Mm -hmm. um the the history of the museum um it was such a fun day Mm because it wasn't expected at all and all three of us were just down for the ride and i don't know like i feel like we've had a lot of just like fun days this year that have just been spontaneous Mm -hmm. and just great weather and go with the flow
1: yeah and sometimes those are some of the best days yeah i want to know yours was sure that's memory or day oh boy this, it, it is really such a hard question and I haven't thought about it too deeply I will double down that the beach was just such a wonderful day and so unexpected we had no idea how that day was gonna go and then we finished off with some fantastic fries oh yeah those Ooh, were so good I forgot about the fries yeah and didn't did we get like vodka sodas or something we got I something we're like oh <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't
0: think what I got was what I expected no I don't remember what it was but and then we stood in line forever to get on the ferry back
1: yeah forever but even then like it was still fun um I'm trying to think of everything that has happened this year and it's so hard you know what one of my favorite memories from 2023 actually was Cam's wedding day that was so cool to see one of my best friends get married to the love of her life and to be standing with her and experience all those moments alongside her was really monumental especially i mean she's the first of all my friends to get married and it's special yeah and they're such a great example of how to love each other well and how to love people in general well both of them are so that was cool yeah Yeah. i guess i don't even i I don't want to say the marathon was
0: a great day because it (laughs) wasn't but it was it was one of my prouder moments in life definitely mental resilience and then I couldn't walk for days. Nope. But it was still a good day. I yeah. got to see all of New
1: York City. Mm-hmm. And that was really special. Lots of really fun memories for 2023. Can't wait to see what 2024 brings. I definitely like be a transformational year.
0: It's going to be, I I don't know. I feel so, not antsy, but anticipation for mm-hmm. next year. I feel like, at least for me too, because this is me going into my like year four of being in the city. Yeah. And I feel so settled and so used to the city now that I feel like I have, like, I don't want to say my wits about me, but I just feel so firm in who I am that now it's like I can do the extra, I can expand, I can think about long-term what I want to do because I think I'm kind of getting out of that college mindset, even though, of course, like we're getting our master's. But I think it takes a few years to get out of the undergrad definitely thought process.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I feel really good about where it's going right now. Check back in with us mid-February once we've you been in classes be- for a second. I may have a different answer. Oh, and in the 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 middle
0: of New York winter, whew, 15, 10-degree days.
1: But well, we'll make it. We'll make it. Just I- get the gloves from the <laughs> Amazon storefront.
0: You- <laughs> if, if, as a reminder. If you take
1: away anything from this episode, get gloves the- are your friends. Protect your appendages. And go to go to Glory Pound. <laughs> yep. Glory Pound. Glory Pound. They have many options there, so. I think we we're at a good place to say goodbye. Yeah, we're at a great place to say goodbye. We had a lot to say today, so if you're still with us, congratulations.
0: <laughs> it's my favorite thing to see when people start to dip off. <laughs> Uh, one time I noticed that whenever we talked poorly about Alabama football, we would dip off and then people would pick back up afterwards. I was <laughs> like, okay, I got it. No more Alabama slander. Sorry, uh, y'all. But we will see you guys next week. Oh, don't forget, like, subscribe, comment. Tomorrow is the first day of December. So <laughs> that, oh means, my gosh. that means we're going to have tech backgrounds. Yeah. Yeah. It's I have like 48 hours to make though. (laughs) You'll have tech backgrounds. So check out our Instagram. Go to our website to update your phone, your desktop computer, your iPad, whatever device. Whatever. And we'll be back here next Thursday.
1: Next Thursday. Okay. All right, y'all. See ya. See ya. Bye. Bye.